0: Forever. Dog. Just us.
1: Welcome back to Too Long. Did a Read It? Everyone's favorite deep dive into
0: Reddit. What will we find next? That Ooh. might be the best one you've done. You like that? I do. But I need <laughs> both of you to pull your
2: microphones to your mouth. I have to sit back because my hips are killing me. Do you want a little, um,
0: pad to sit on that'll no. help align like it's for aligning your hips
2: not really. Right god now. you have everything i do melissa your home is a sky mall
0: well you know when i see something that is a problem i immediately go and buy
1: it <laughs> <laughs> yeah this house is just like one big mary poppy bag.
2: it really is <laughs> it just pulls it out really everything you've ever needed
0: <laughs> last week allison Left with a couple things. Yes. Oh,
2: you sent me you sent me home with um wet wipes. Oh yeah. I love that for yeah,
1: sure. yeah I used that itch cream, thank you. You're welcome.
2: It's still going
1: on. I don't know why it's my still itching? Yeah. Just my back of my calves on both legs are itchy and, and no other the, part
0: of my body. You should go to the dermatologist if it's lasted this long. Really?
1: Yeah. And now they're covered in bruises because I scratched too yeah. hard.
2: Woo-oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everyone here is falling apart uh-huh. physically. Uh-huh. Um I literally sat incorrectly for 48 hours while I was just doing work on my computer and it has, it has ruined my body. How did you sit? Like I was sitting like leaned over on my bed, but like, do you understand when I, I used to. I mean, I still party, but I used to party so hard and have no physical consequences. And now I like sit wrong and I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to have to hold the wall to put my socks on.
0: Every time I stand up, I have to readjust.
2: <laughs> what is? It's just aging. Anyway, I'm going to start doing more of my stretches and my yoga stuff again. But you know what? It's maintenance. That's all it yeah, that is. And it's caring for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's saying,
1: I care enough about you, body, to do this thing I don't want to do.
2: Yeah. Should I get into Pilates?
1: I love Pilates. Really? I don't do it with a reformer. I do it at home. I do YouTube videos at home, and I honestly think that doing Pilates with ankle weights has strengthened my knee more than a lot of the PT I was doing.
2: Okay. I'll do Pilates. So, the only cool. reference I have for Pilates is the OC, and I'm assuming that is that glamorous.
1: I it's just me in my home with ankle weights. <laughs> okay. But you know what I just bought, haven't used yet? I bought a little a little trampoline. Ooh. Because apparently jumping on a trampoline is like really great cardio. It is. And it's good for your heart rate and everything. And so I'm going to incorporate 10 minutes of trampoline jumping into my strength training workouts.
2: Only on a little trampoline. That's what... Yeah, a little trampoline. Because big trampolines, death trap. Death
1: trap. Oh, I would die. Yeah. But this is a small trampoline that I'm going to do in my home.
0: I'm going to send you somebody... That does like little exercises. workouts. Oh,
2: there's different things to do on there? Mm-hmm. Wow. This is how I know also when I go on me and Allison's like shared YouTube channel, <laughs> which by the way is <laughs> YouTube.com slash Just Between Us, you can see that like my things are like harrowing uh, conspiracies from blah, 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 whatever. And Allison's are like 40 minute easy like knee workout. Why'd you say easy? I work like, hard. Not easy. It's like, um, like to do beginner. at home <laughs> workouts or whatever. It's like million of workout videos. Yeah. All I do Fitness are, Blender. Yeah, all that are Allison. So can we um, can we go into uh, a subreddit that I found? I want yes. your opinions on this. Oh, please. Okay. So this is a subreddit called R. You Should Know. And it's just things you oh, should so know. so you should know. Okay. Yeah. And this one I thought people would have opinions on you should know your bartender isn't hitting on you. They're just being professional.
0: I've heard that numerous
2: times. and Not like a bartender telling me that. I'm just (laughs) like, I'm not hitting on you. I'm just being professional. Well, and then someone else said, you should know your bartender is trying to earn tips by being friendly and attentive.
1: Yeah. I think it would be a big leap of logic for me to think like someone in like a service capacity is like, actually wants to go past that.
0: You've also mm-hmm. said numerous no times that you that no one's hitting on you. Yeah. But I I think you're wrong. Don't think that's happening. Yeah,
2: people are hitting on you, you just don't notice. Uh-huh. But then someone said sad face for that one bartender who really wants to be asked out. <laughs> Upvoted by the barista who is definitely flirting with you.
0: <laughs> seems I think, like you.
2: Like they have to <laughs> they
1: have to take the they have to take the step.
2: Right? Oh, to ask yeah. for your number? You know, like, yeah, because yeah, like, it's a power dynamic.
1: Right, the power dynamic. Like, I think that, like, if they, like, give you your receipt and then they put their number on it, mm-hmm. then you, you're you good to go. But I don't think you should ask them out.
2: Oh, my God. We got in so much, or I got in trouble because we did a series mm-hmm. of, we did these fun videos on, on our YouTube channel that were, like, uh it was, like, a uh, two-parter and it was us at a sex toy shop. Oh, me and, and you. Then, yeah, and like. You, oh, yeah, that was fun. Part one was you running into the ex. and then, it was a sketch. They were a sketch. scripted. They were fake. They were fake. I watched. Them. And then part two mm. was uh, me hitting on an employee, and when I tell you, and they're fake. It's a sketch. It's it's <laughs> not real. It's scripted. The fucking hate that I got. Really? Yes. For, for bothering someone at work for being like, this is, I know this is meant to be a sketch, but this is actually incredibly toxic for it to normalize flirting with people while they're at their jobs. And then even at the end of that video, the girl ends up giving me her number. That's the end of the sketch. Wow. And people were still like, this is perpetuating a harmful blah, 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 which just like kind of goes to show again, like for some reason, like you could murder someone on the street and people would be like, oh no, I'm sure Allison had a reason. And I could like misspeak and they'd be like, Gabe is a monster. I've gotten in trouble for stuff. But like, this was like a sketch. Yeah. So like, I, I think people feel very strongly about like whether or not you can flirt with someone who's working. Like, it's like a big point of contention.
1: Especially if it's the type of thing where, like, you know that you go there regularly.
2: You're bothered. You mm-hmm. really
1: can't cross that line because then it makes them so uncomfortable. Yeah.
2: Yep. And yes, unless they cross the line. I would like to take this moment to mention a content creator that I have a crush on.
1: Oh, okay. Named
2: Caroline <laughs> Cladonis. Have you ever seen her stuff? I don't nope. think so. So she does this character. She does a bunch of different characters, but she does this one character that's like handles every situation so well and is so cool and is so like, uh, the, it's like the barista you have a crush on. And I watch it and I forget that it's not real. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I've I've literally commented so much that I'm obsessed with her. Um, and Do she you com- comment on all her videos? Oh yeah. <laughs> she she writes back if she doesn't know i am hitting on you and i would love to get a coffee or something if um if you're open to it she's listening she's listening or somebody
0: somebody'll carry it back
2: i was going to say yeah if you guys know of her work and stuff let her know Hmm. Leave a comment. That feels inappropriate, you know what? Okay. Le- okay. Don't, don't say it's from here. Just leave a comment and go, oh my God, you know what? As a fan of yours, I've been thinking that you would be so compatible with and then just tag me.
0: That's manipulative. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Because you're lying.
2: I'm not lying.
0: Not you, the fans.
2: The fan can say, I heard Gabe talking about you and I See, think you that's should give Gabe, a, Gabe lie. a chance.
0: That's not a lie. The first one is.
1: I got to say, I'm surprised that you, because normally you like a little sneaky business.
0: Who me? Yeah, Who you. Not when it's lying. No, scamming's you not scamming. lying. Yeah, I said I want to do ethical scamming. <laughs> no. I was very specific about I know, ethical but scamming. But
1: a scam implies a level of lying. But
0: if it's ethical.
2: You just you just <laughs> won- you have yet to <laughs> define a single ethical scam. And yeah. I've
0: said I've been in search for one. I haven't defined it yet. But I, just, no, I found no. one one time I sent it to y'all. I don't remember what it is, but I did send it to oh, y'all. I can't remember. I, I remember. just
2: told Allison to do something that is purely petty revenge.
0: But was it a lie? Yes. It says Friends.
2: Oh, my God. (laughs) This is a thing where Melissa, I can't even give away what it was, but it's Melissa having an amazing idea to get revenge on someone and then acting like, oh, that's ethical. It's
0: it's not not ethical because this person was mean.
2: Oh, okay. (laughs) So revenge is allowed. That's the reason.
0: If it's call for it and no one gets if hurt in and no one gets hurt in this i do believe this is actually like an ethical scam to be honest oh my God. you're scamming their thoughts oh that's
1: true <laughs> oh wait i wanted to uh, give i remember that screenshot i sent you i want to share that
0: i don't know where it's from it must
1: have been on tumblr or something where someone was like it actually pisses me off so much when characters are like Oh, but if I hurt or kill the bastard who made my life and others a living hell, I'm just as bad as they are. Mm-mm. Like, grow up and shoot him. What are you Catholic? <laughs> <laughs> and then they wrote, "But I'm too good to kill anyone." Frowny face. I'm not. Give me the gun. Yeah, that's me and, <laughs> and Allison
2: talk about that. But I all feel the like time.
1: that's all of our
0: morality. Yeah, right?
1: where it's like if you if did you something really it,
0: bad, we will kill you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think that those that's the argument of ethics. So when you find the ethical in, it's different than outright lying. Interesting. Yeah, I think that
1: context matters yes. in terms of what's ethical.
2: Mm-hmm. Allison has said that she would kill to prevent future problems.
1: Yeah. Right. So I would not kill in revenge. I don't think that that's appropriate. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I would kill to prevent future harm. Yeah. So if somebody like it's- killed my mom, mm-hmm. oh my God. But then was like, that's it. I'm good to go. I'm never going to kill again. I can't kill you that person. You trust that?
0: But you're going to put them in jail, right?
1: Sure. No? I, yeah, sure. I don't really believe in. I don't believe in prison. That's what I was gonna say. I know.
2: That's why you should kill them yourself by your own hand. But that's revenge, and I don't revenge. believe in
1: revenge. I believe well, in prevention. Then everyone
2: just walks free in your world. Kind of. No. They have to live with it.
1: But if, I'd be tweeting about it constantly.
2: <laughs>
1: oh my god! <laughs> I pub- okay. But that I is a part, shame.
0: But that's part of revenge, though. That is a revenge thing.
1: Ah. Uh, No, that Ah. to me is, that to me is like punishment versus revenge is, oh, I don't know. That's an interesting question. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. Or is it not, is it not revenge? Is it just Allison telling her story?
0: But if it's over and over again.
2: Yeah, you're allowed to tell your story as many times as you want.
1: I guess I would do revenge in that, like, I wouldn't, like, every time the murderer got a new job, I'd email the John and be like, hey, this person
0: killed my mom. That's revenge. Okay. Yeah,
1: I guess I don't revenge. I don't believe in revenge in terms of taking another human it's being's not life. Like
0: an eye for an eye type yes. thing. Justice. Yes, justice. Right,
1: but I yeah, but I believe in a little
0: revenge. Yeah. I guess
1: no, it's justice. <laughs> Just not when it comes to murder.
0: It's very uh, Christian of you, and not taking the original <laughs> text.
1: <laughs> it's New Testament. It's New Testament. Testament. It's not Old Testament. Yeah, that's so interesting. <laughs> I truly and I've talked about this before. Had no idea that God was nicer in the New Testament. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> we got the really you cranky the- one.
0: <laughs> no, I like that. We one got better. The, the
2: vengeful, unforgiving, walking the dead yeah. for forty years. Yeah. Hey, you did one wrong thing. and Now you're gonna be now turned you're turned to salt you're born or whatever. You're yeah, be yeah. Killed. Yeah, exactly. You stole
0: something. I'm gonna chop off your hand.
2: Exactly. Really <laughs> vengeful. <laughs> Our God was like, hey, you you want to take your son up to the mountain and, and think prove that you're your kill love him, to me? Prove you're me and then don't kill him? Uh-huh. Absolutely unhinged. Yes.
1: <laughs> and what's he like in the New Testament? He's like, forgiveness. He's like, chill and stuff? Yeah. Wow. That's wild. I get it now. I get why. Yeah, I kind of get the appeal.
0: Yeah. We got both. You got just the original. Yeah. And a lot of my thoughts come from the original.
2: Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why Jews are so neurotic. We're just so worried about like the ire. <laughs>
1: Of history, uh, what may or may not have happened. <laughs> uh, we're returning to our history, and this post says, a 1776 excerpt from John Adams' diary, where he describes the time he had to share a tiny bed with Benjamin Franklin, and instead of sleeping, they had an argument about whether to keep the windows open or closed. Franklin eventually won the argument because Adam got too tired and fell asleep, <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. I
1: love thinking about historical, like, really important people having such, like, minute human moments. Mm -hmm. Yes. Of just, like, like creating things that are, like, change the course of history, but also being like, oh, my God, close the window.
0: Yeah, I love that. (laughs) Didn't, like... (laughs) Is this the right person? Didn't Benjamin Franklin just like regularly get naked and stand in front of open yes, he windows? he did not
2: believe in showers. He <laughs> felt that air was would clean you better than mm-hmm. water. What? And
0: so yeah, and so, so people believed, would just be passing by, by on the street and see him yeah, naked. Ben in window.
2: Franklin. Let me look that up. Ben Franklin standing. I feel shook. He, <laughs> he, he believed. Ben Franklin's solution for everything was to get naked.
0: Yeah, so he was probably also in this bed naked. (laughs)
2: He what's called air
0: baths. How
2: can you be so smart and then
1: also think that?
0: Well, some people say that he just stole things from enslaved people.
2: Oh, Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, this makes me believe that big time. You know the cold bath has long been in vogue here as a tonic. But the shock of the cold water has always appeared to me as too violent, and I have found it much more agreeable to my constitution to bathe in another element. I mean cold air. With this in view, I rise almost every morning and sit in my chamber without any clothes whatsoever, half an hour or an hour, according to the season, either reading or writing.
0: What? I mean, I do this, but I also shower.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm naked all the time, (laughs) but I'm also
0: bathing constantly. Yes,
2: the air bath. (laughs) Well, you know, you have a couple of options. You're thinking, what's what you're, you're t- like? Time has just begun, and you're <laughs> sort of like trying stuff out. What time like, has you're, just like like, We now we're like, oh, obviously the shower, but like you got to try a few things. <laughs> so it wasn't that <laughs> long ago. It wasn't like <laughs> thousands of years ago. Yeah. I kind of like, who was the president that used to write like crazy sexual? Is it John Adams? Did oh, it his wife? wife? Yeah.
0: Insanely
2: sexual. So these two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He wrote like really sexual love letters to his wife that were like really intense. Ooh, good for him. I know. He wrote love letters to his wife when they were apart and he they were like very sexual.
1: Mmm. Do you ever write long sexual letters to Alec?
0: (laughs) It was Warren G. Harding, and he wrote it to his mistress.
2: No, no, no. John Adams and and Abigail Adams also wrote. Okay. But they wrote letters, but maybe they weren't super sexy letters. No, they were. I found something that just said the intimate correspondence. Intimate is like just can mean
1: a lot of different things.
2: Yeah, they, well, Harding sends steamy mm-hmm. letters.
0: According to history.com.
2: Right. According to history.com, mm-hmm. sure. And they don't lie. <laughs> Look at that man's face. Those he, looks brows, sen- he looks sensual to He me. does. Those Look brows at that. are sensual. <laughs> yeah. He's got a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what my favorite disgusting sex thing is? Is that with um Prince Charles and Camilla Parker Bowles. do you remember? Oh my this god, one? where he was like, I want to I be your, I your tampon. Be <laughs> I wish I could be your tampon so I could be inside you. That's that's poetry. But I also think that they were
1: kind of having a goof. Like, I don't think, like, <sighs> I think that they, they did see that, but I think that they knew it was, like, really kind of silly, silly. versus, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be your tampon.
2: Yeah. You know what? I should. <laughs> <laughs> Allison just gave me a very
0: intense <laughs> sexual look that I imagine is the way that. She looks at John.
2: She's gonna go to John nah. say, like, John, I want to be your tampon. <laughs> <laughs> to John. To John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just see what he's. That poor man would probably just be like, okay. He sent me a picture of you hissing at him.
1: Yeah.
2: It was what? for AllisonRaskinExposed.com. Yeah. He sent me a AllisonRaskinExposed.com. Please go to it. Um, he sent me a picture of you hissing at him and said, "Nighttime, Allison." Yeah. At night, I, I at night I hiss a lot.
0: I can see that for you. Yes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, she oh, becomes uh, a different yeah. person after 9 p.m., according to John. Yeah. That so That's fun. when you go night-night, though.
1: I know. So he doesn't deal with it very long. Mm-hmm. But the other day, I started getting um, into nighttime, Allison, around, like, 6 p.m., Ooh. and he was like, it's too early the for this. The sun us. is still out at <laughs> yeah, 6 p.m. He was yeah. like, you can't be this already. <laughs>
2: oh, my gosh. I wonder if Benjamin Franklin was sexual in any way. Probably. I'm sure. So this is in our clever comebacks. And this made me really think and also sent me down a spiral of like nostalgia. But it's someone saying on on Twitter, 90s was kind of ass. Imagine being stuck in the house with no Internet. Yuck. And then someone else wrote they had to put a commercial on TV that said it's 10 p.m. Do you know where your kids are for our parents to remember we existed? We were not stuck in the house.
0: Did y'all see those? Have you seen those commercials? Yes.
2: Yes. it's 10 p.m. Do you know where They're your creepy. kids are? Yeah.
1: Well, one of the funniest things my sister ever did was like one time she called the house and I guess my parents didn't answer and she went,
2: it's 9 p.m. Do I know where my parents are? Or <laughs> like
0: That's that. good.
2: So I think about it all the time. Yeah. It's, it was the, the Reddit is now like a bunch of people in the thread sort of being like, reminiscing about when they could just go out and ride their bikes and when there was, you know, it wasn't like kids today are inside too much. And then there was all these people sort of figuring out, you know, why that is. And I think like a lot of times stranger danger was, you know, this big thing when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. But... We we knew each other more in our neighborhoods. Like my block was like everyone kind of knew each other, and you would be at somebody's house.
0: Yeah, that's true. But I will say, by ninety five, I was on the internet on AOL. So right, that was only half the nineties. I
2: know a lot of people
1: on my block. That's nice. Yeah, Yeah. you do. You spin the block. What
0: you spin the block?
2: Spin it. Yeah. Kiss it. Nah. What does that mean, Melissa? (laughs) Melissa, Melissa, wear white. (laughs)
0: I'm not going to tell you.
1: Uh-oh, then I don't agree to it. I'm not going to claim that I do that. Okay. Is
2: that like you belong to the streets? Is that like what that is? <laughs> Melissa hates this right now. Is that what it means? I don't know. Mm, all right. You do know. I but do you're know. you're under no obligation to explain exactly. it to us. Exactly. I think it reminded me of playing outside... When I was 25 and I was dating a man who was 35, I would always say that I had no idea where I would have found community in high school, if not for the internet, because I was closeted and the internet was the way I found other gay people. And I don't know what I would have done and how, how would I have ever, you know, I went to a small Jewish school. How would I have ever survived the loneliness of it? And he said, Well, you would have like just gone to punk shows and met people or you would have started a zine or you would have like Mm. he was saying that like there were other ways to find people and connect to people who were different or weird or queer or whatever at that time. He's like, you just probably would have found them um, in like underground scenes or something like that. And that I was like, oh, like people. Right. Like people in the past found ways of finding, you know, you went to a comic book shop to find other nerds. Mm-hmm. You, you joined some D&D thing to find other, you know, people that had your same interests. But I was so caught up in the idea that I would have never survived not knowing any other queer people because I luckily had the internet, which I think is 100% true. But also I do think back on when he was like, you probably just would have been in someone's basement after like a a local rock show and met people. And I was like oh. <laughs> to be uh, in some high, high school basement, though. it
1: sounded a little threatening. But yeah.
2: yeah. No, 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 no. In well, and then there were things in high school that I did like I went to sh- rock shows and stuff and like I did end up like meeting people. But I think I was still more sequestered in that than I was when I had access to the internet mm-hmm. as a queer person. Yeah. So I don't know. I this this exchange made me feel grateful for the future and also nostalgic at the same time. I don't know this, this exchange like gave me a lot of feelings. Like I was deep in my feels reading this.
1: In my Last class of my program, uh, one of the guys gave a presentation on like the impact of social media on mental health. And he started the presentation by being like, "Does anyone think that social media has had a sign of good impact?" And I was the only person in the class yeah. that raised my hand. Yeah. yeah, and I was right. But mm-hmm. like, people have such a negative bias
0: and think it's only ever bad, right? No. But That's, it's both. What's the average age of the p- person in your uh,
1: program? I don't know. It's a real range. He was forty. Okay.
2: okay. Well, that's why I think this post made me hold two truths.
0: Yeah. But, and, yeah. but we're part of that cut, Cusp, too, yeah. where mm-hmm. we know before and after.
1: I can't remember that Well, long you don't ago. I don't remember my life, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, let's play Brendan or not. Is it my turn? No. Nope. Okay, Melissa's is it your turn?
0: turn? It's my turn.
2: us.
0: Okay. I, I would like to see spectacles through history.
2: Ooh. Fun. Okay, let me look. Spectacles through history. I mean, probably it would just be like glasses. You know what's fun? Oh, man. it's Nothing is funnier than um, a child with big glasses. So That's so cute. mean. It's so cute.
0: Because usually so their cute. eyes are so magnified in it's the glasses. It's so
2: cute. Okay. The history of glasses at Ask Historians. I've, this is an odd one, but I've been wondering about this for a while. It seems that eyeglasses are relatively new, and I'm wondering what people did beforehand. And then this person is like, You are correct. The invention of eyeglasses is a relatively recent one. How and then recent? Ben Franklin had them
0: on. What? Didn't Ben Franklin have them yeah. on? So. One of the
2: earliest allusions to their creation was made in 1300. Ooh, that's. But they never, they didn't gain. Wow, it was like, it's a real, I'll, we should link to it. It's just a really long, thorough answer on the history of glasses. Well, I want to know when it became popularized. Okay, what did people with poor vision do before glasses? I think they just made do or suffered. The first glasses were invented in the 13th century.
1: I think there was this belief that this is how God wants me to see the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. At
2: the time, though, the literacy rate was less than 5%. Oh, so people didn't really even read. Yeah. So they didn't even really care.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's still hard if you can't really
0: see, but it,
2: yeah, it's not. And they weren't
0: really driving and either. Were, yeah.
2: Right. So it didn't really matter that much.
0: They just had other things to do.
2: Hmm. all right well learn something
0: new
1: every day and on every episode of too long did read it we'll be back next monday with another episode of this and back on wednesday with a full episode of just between us tatala tootit goodbye just between us is a forever dog production hosted by me allison raskin and
2: me gabe dunn produced by melissa diamond Monts. Edited by Coco Lorenz. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Brendan Burns composed our killer theme music.
1: So, branding's going really well over here. Yeah, good luck finding us.
2: Forever! Dog!